This is the TJ Show. Look at this. The numbers are in. I was looking forward to this. This year's Super Bowl, it was watched by an average of 123.4 million people in the U.S. How big is that? It's the most watched broadcast since the 1969 moon landing. So, big success on television. That's the Taylor Swift effect. There's a, a record 202.4 million people who watched at least part of the game. Something that I noticed while I was watching the game over the weekend, one of my favorite parts of it was the announcer. I think I recognize that guy's voice. He's been in like a thousand big events, whether it's the Olympics or... Mr. Alan Roach. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I looked him up. I'm so fascinated. He's got the most incredible voice, but he's so over the top in a really fun way. He goes, and now... He like carries out <laughs> introducing, and I'm like, man, and I found myself doing that, yeah. and so I'm in my living room talking introducing, <laughs> and then I started. Uh, I just I saw my dog Luna there, and I was like, coming on to the living room, Luna. You gave her her own introduction. Yeah, yeah, I did, and that's how this started. So I challenged you guys: could you put on your best announcer voice and introduce your pets? And you, you took me up on the challenge. This is J-Bo introducing Apollo in her best announcer voice. His meows are more furious than the lions. You've heard them on the TJ show. He'll steal your heart and the empty spot on your bed. Please welcome three-time Kitty Bowl champion, Apollo. Hey! <laughs> I don't know. That was pretty good if you ask me. I like me. it. I like it. I'm pumped. Kenny, he did an introduction. Now, he doesn't have a, a pet, but his girlfriend does. All right, let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, and all you cool cats and kittens from around the world, originally hailing from behind a dumpster and currently residing under the bed, although I haven't seen her much, my allergies assure me that she's there. <laughs> Introducing my girlfriend's very shy tuxedo cat, Baby Girl. And I stepped up to the plate, and here's what I did for my dog, Luna. All fluffy creatures, introducing a senior dog with gray hair on her muzzle. She has a cracked tooth and likes to roll in smelly things. She one time caught a fly in midair and swallowed it. It's Luna! Yeah! It's your Luna! It's my Luna! Then camera guy Josh introduced his German Shepherd. Ladies and gentlemen, canines and humans alike, brace yourselves for a tail wagging spectacle. Weighing in at 110 pounds, walks like an elephant, barks like a megaphone. The dog goat, Brady, the German Shepherd. Yeah. Let's go, Brady. Yeah, if we let all our animals fight in a ring, which we're not going to do. But if, no, we, if we ever were going to do that, I think Brady would probably kill everyone. Mm -hmm. Then there's Heather. Ladies and gentlemen, entering the arena on four legs, weighing in at none of your darn business. She may be <laughs> blind, but never loses sight of the goal. The most cuddly, waddly, puggle of them all, Leslie. talent. There's that Leslie looking fine. Well, there you go. That was fun. That's our best shot if Alan ever can't make a game. I think any one yeah. of us could step in. Okay, I gotta get to the bottom of this. So, 
Kenny was out on the street. Right. He decided he wanted wanted to go to a certain area to do random interviews with strangers. Yeah, it's right? a great area to be in. All in quotes. It's near a, a college campus. And camera guy Josh, you're the one who filmed all this and you recorded this. Why did he tell you he wanted to go to this area? Well, he thought it had had the right personnel for the questions that he was asking. And it right. was all about work. Right. Right. And it just so happens that his girlfriend works near this college campus. Oh, I already know what foolery is about to happen. <laughs> Here we go. So, you know, Kenny feels really cool in his headphones and he's out there doing interviews. And then, of course, who just happens to show up in the middle of him interviewing people and you know the girlfriend i'm he, sure he's got the camera on him he's looking all good uh, now uh. were you hoping that maybe she would show up kenny why is it okay for taylor swift to watch travis kelsey's football games and my girlfriend she can't watch me work <laughs> <laughs> no i mean it's just this is just funny well let's hear the moment because she winds up not only seeing kenny but then kenny starts interviewing her <laughs> and you got to hear this conversation it's pretty unbelievable what are you doing here what the streets. I wanted to come check you out. Now, how did she know that you were there? Did well, she just happen to catch you? I, I asked her, hey, are you still at work? <laughs> Josh and I are told coming her to, to town. <laughs> what? Happened to be in the neighborhood. Is this a turn on to see me in action like this? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hot stuff. <laughs> yeah. I'm here, just so everyone knows, I am like two feet from them while this is going on, this whole thing. Did you feel like real uncomfortable? This was the worst thing I've ever had to do. <laughs> you gonna like walk around me like, that's my man over there. <laughs> yeah, I already did. I've been sitting over there waiting for you to finish your last interview. You were creeping on me a little bit? No. I think it's I cute. don't think that's what it's called when you're in a relationship. By the way, Jabo, wouldn't yeah. it be ideal, and maybe I'm wrong about this, mm-hmm. but let's say Archie was doing something really cool and he wanted you to see him do it. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be better if you just happened to see it and he didn't draw attention to himself? Yeah, but that's also my husband's personality. Like, he'll, he might tell me, like, hey, I'm coaching this game or I have a game going down, and I'll show up. But he's not like, look at look me, at coach, me. look at me do this. Did you he see? just does it. <laughs> but him just doing it is what makes it sexy. He doesn't draw attention to himself. Right. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for coming to visit me. Of course. You're so sweet. Mm-hmm. You're a cutie. You got your backpack on? Yep. I you can totally right pass for a college student. Yeah. That's my girl right now. <laughs> All right, Josh, we can cut now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, whatever you do, Josh, don't kill Keep rolling video on this. Now I wouldn't Josh want. Josh is so cringed. You love that the video is rolling, Kenny. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> yeah, he did. So, Kenny, you got what you want, and did you do you feel like it helped your relationship? Yeah. Well, you know, some you talk about how you like getting stuck in traffic just so you can spend more time with your wife, Jess. This was a way for me to see my girlfriend on a day we weren't supposed to see each other. Okay. So, come on, man. It's all about the love. Listen, I'm glad you like her enough to want to see her while you're I working. Love her, man. Did it help you do the the job better? I definitely, I think, raised my confidence, and I, I, I got some good interviews. All right. Uh, yeah. Other than with my girlfriend. I'll let it slide. <laughs> and those are coming up later. We're talking about Valentine's Day. You're doing fine work out there, Kenny. Yeah, love there, was in the air. Is there anything I can be doing to help you look cooler to your girlfriend? I'm down. You just let me know what it is. Oh. <laughs> let me, can I think about yeah, that? You, can I get back to you, do you on that? Do you want me to say something to you well, or something about what you've done and maybe you can take it and run off to her and play for her? Yes, yes. Please go on about my accomplishments in broadcast. Please. Okay, great. You write down what you want me to do. I mean, if he needs the help. <laughs> I'm going to write my own letter of recommendation. Yeah, I'll help the guy. I mean, I just want to make him look as cool as he wants to look. Thanks, this man. is the TJ Show. You might be exactly like I was, and I totally understand it. 
Valentine's Day would swing around and I would just recoil. I'd be like, what a stupid commercial holiday this is. And then I married my wife, Jess, and she's so sensitive and emotional, and she starts celebrating this day, and she starts leaving little notes for me, and I'm like, wow, even if the holiday is a money grab, and even if it is a way to generate revenue and all these like boxes of candy and everything, is it so bad if we find another excuse to show the people that we're with love? Mm-hmm. And what I've found is, over the years, the things that have had the most value to me and what's actually like changed the way I feel about all of it is when my wife surprises me with these little notes or she'll write something out and leave like one piece of chocolate in the car. She'll go above and beyond to just let me know that she's thinking of me. And I almost hate admitting all this because it shouldn't feel this good, but it does. It's okay that it feels that good. And so then what do I do? Somebody who is against it and like, ah, no, this is dumb. I return the favor. Because I want more of that. I want to, like, plant more seeds in that direction. And now we've been married for 10 years, and we look forward to this day that I could have never imagined looking forward to or caring about. And so there are these low-cost gifts that we can give to one another that have a way higher emotional value than anything in the aisles of your local pharmacy. Yeah. And Jabo, you've got something that comes to mind immediately. Yeah, and I think it's Valentine's is not just for your significant other, the person you're dating. It's for anyone that you love, family, friends, whatever, coworkers. Uh, my husband Archie, when we were dating, he would leave me these little notes. I responded so well to them. I mean, I love it. It's just his words of affirmation and how he feels about me and the relationship that now he writes me little poems Ah. and I've kept them all. Took it to the next level. Yeah, I I love it so much. How did he know that you liked it? He put himself out there and I responded. I I enjoyed it. He wants more of that. Yep. Uh, Producer Heather, you've got something that you do and you're looking forward to it. I like how thoughtful you are even though you act like you're not thoughtful. Right. Yeah, I like to make my husband these little like love coupons you know what I mean so like for like a dinner or like a movie and a a date night or you know some adult type things you know what I mean just so that he can cash them in throughout the year whenever he wants like deep conversations yeah adult type things yeah yeah it's so cool it it reminds you of your thoughtfulness throughout the year which is really special too it sustains beyond this dopey holiday I mean awesome holiday (laughs) camera guy Josh you even like, you got a little smile on your face. Tell me what you do. Come on. Yeah. My wife likes cooking and I can't stand it. Like I hate cooking. So once a year I will be her sous chef and she can boss me around and I'll help her cook dinner. What was that happening tomorrow night? Yes. yes. <laughs> you going to put a little chef hat on? Uh, don't give her any ideas. Oh, Josh, little apron and everything. He's so cute with his little apron and chef hat. You, you sprinkle a little salt in there, Joshy. I love it. I love it. Yeah, producer Kenny. I have in the past asked for their favorite songs, and I recorded cover versions of those songs. Well, Ken, that's unique to you, right? Yeah. You you showing you care and you I love take, to sing. You take yeah, you taking the time and did it cost you anything other than your time? No. Thankfully yeah. I had the equipment to do it, but today you could do it on your phone and I gotta tell you, my version of Fast Car blows Luke Combs out of the water. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. I gotta Wait hear it. You re recorded Fast Car? Yeah, before Luke Combs ever did it. I actually did it first. Well uh, Tracy did Tracy, it first. Yeah, so Tracy did it first. I did it second. All right. Well give me a little bit of that. You got a fast car. I got a ticket to anywhere. Now, did they listen to that more than the first time? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, listen. They, they loved it. it. I want to hear on. this. Hey, there. We got to find what the people in our life love and do it. This is the TJ Show, and I can't wait for tomorrow. How about you? This is the TJ Show. I just overheard something. We learned a little earlier in the show that camera guy Josh does something 
really sweet with his wife, Anne, for Valentine's Day. She loves to cook. He can't stand it, which actually, I can't figure that out. You don't like making food? You know, you have, we have to eat. Right, yeah, right. well, I like eating it. I just don't like making it. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I'm just trying to sound all big and brave because yeah, my wife cooks all the time. I'm all just the kinda, time. I'm sitting there waiting for it to show up. And, Can you do something? Yeah, yeah, what do you need? And then, okay, let me just take care of this first. Oh. No, I'm not the best at that, but I, I could probably do a little bit of what camera guy Josh is doing at home. This is what you've landed on each Valentine's Day, yeah. which I think is really sweet. That is super sweet. It's such a good idea. I mean, the bottom line is you know this is important to her, and you're stepping up to the plate, and you're doing it. Mm-hmm. And do you have fun? Come on. Uh, I, I like the joy that it brings her. It does. It makes me smile. Yeah. Once it. a year, not too bad. Like, Josh says that, and he tries to hide his little smile, but mm-hmm. I know he's excited he's about it. He's smiling from ear to ear. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. No, it's cool. It's awesome to make the person that we love and loves us back even better. Yes. <laughs> make her fall even more in love. Oh, my goodness. Sign me up. I think that's awesome. But I did find something out, and this is interesting. You made Valentine's Day reservations. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, how could you be cooking at home and then be making a reservation for a future date. Mm-hmm. And uh, go ahead and share with j what you did. Well, unfortunately, we're pretty booked up, my wife and I. And so I made reservations for our Valentine's Day dinner in March. So it's just a regular dinner in March? Well, no. It's our, <laughs> it's our Valentine's Day dinner. It's just we, we didn't have enough room this month for that dinner. So it's next month. You already won big points mm-hmm. because of what you're doing tomorrow night. You're cooking at home. That's what I'm hoping. That's your Valentine's Day dinner because you're eating dinner, right? Yeah, sure, that's, that's yeah. That's, that's what a good I way think. to look at that's it. That's what I think. Okay. And Valentine's is the same every year, so a scheduling thing is obviously an issue. That's another mm-hmm. conversation. Right. Yeah. But I think what you're doing for Valentine's Day, being your wife's sous chef, is like, that is the gift. Yeah. Absolutely. The dinner and, in March is just dinner in March. And I'm going to go one layer on top of that. Josh, the move you're making is brilliant. Mm. Nothing against are restaurants that we love. But right. some of these restaurants, you know, they do the little, uh, and some of, and listen, they taste great. I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. But I've been to certain restaurants, my favorite restaurants, and they go, all right, you want to book on Valentine's Day? And I'm just thinking, I'm going to order off the normal menu. No, no. I booked way in advance. Mm-hmm. I got the reservation. And then they pull out this other menu with hearts. It's got it's mm. on pink paper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I go, what is this? And they go, oh, we're doing the uh, five-course meal tonight. It's $130 a plate. I'm like, no, no, no. No, I want to order the salmon. I always get the salmon yeah. here. And it's $30 a plate. I want that. So I would say you're doing the right thing. Thank because you. you can step on that kind of a risky situation. Oh, yeah. And you, you, I didn't expect that. That came out of nowhere. And you know what, Josh? You can take it one step higher. There's some grocery stores that will do like Valentine's Day packaging, like meals. Like there's one by my house. And you can order in advance. I know it's kind of like close to the date. But you can still probably order it. And it's like two steaks, veggies, mashed potatoes, all this stuff, and mm. chocolate-covered desserts, mm. 60 bucks. Can you D- give me a nom-nom? Like, nom-nom a little bit? No, I just want you to say nom-nom. 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 It's like 60 bucks. So if you look for huh. things like that, that's, hey, that's taking it one step higher. Do I, do I have to cook that? No, you're going to help. Oh. No, you can. You have to cook the food, yes, but oh. you, you can still be your wife's sous chef. There are okay. places with options where you just throw it in the oven, you turn the oven on, and yeah. three minutes later, boom. That's my kind hot, of cooking. Hot yeah. food. Yep. Yeah, well, there you go. So, uh, Josh, I'm inspired by you, and thank you for sharing that. We can book our Valentine's Day, quote, dinner in the future <laughs> and explain this whole money-saving thing, and you, I think it's extra points. Mm-hmm. 
Our producer, Kenny, you hit the streets, tap some random people on the shoulder, and talk to them about Valentine's Day. So you're going to be spending Valentine's Day alone, and you're okay with that? I don't know about alone. With the bros, of course. But, okay. you know, um... Ooh, Valentine's Day with the bros. That's, of course. It's a fun idea. You've got Valentine's Day. That's today, right? Yeah. Yeah, you got to find comfortability in being alone. It's not really that bad once you get out of your head. I wish I knew that. A long time ago. Yeah, I agree with him. Yeah, Do you have man. any advice for people who maybe are bummed out because they don't have somebody on Valentine's Day? Well, for one, any type of love you would give out to somebody else, give that to yourself first because okay. you're the one who needs it more than somebody else. Give yourself that love and you learn how to live life in a way that doesn't stop you from giving love to someone else because you're afraid. Wow. There's some philosophy happening right there. Smart man. He has spent many hours by himself. He knows. He knows, yeah. Because once you give yourself all the love you need, that love easily turns into discipline. You work for what you want. Buying someone a gift on Valentine's Day isn't love. Wow. That's just you buying them a gift. Mm. Oh, yeah. You got it figured out. I try to. I don't know about figuring it out, but I'm definitely learning as time goes on, and I feel like that's the whole point of being here. You need to learn. You need to make mistakes. This guy's a catch. He's humble. He's not going to be alone for long. No, he's not. That's what pushes you to where you want to be. It's the mistakes. If you're stuck on the progression and you get mad at every mistake, you're not going to get where you need to be. You right. got to learn from it. Wow. Right. You know, we had this phrase. It was, if you ain't growing, you're dying. Yep. Pretty much. That's pretty much what it is. You buy into that one, right? If you're not growing, you're really not doing anything else because everybody else around you is going to grow, whether uh-huh. you want it or not. Mm. Oh, yeah. Man. There you go. That's the best Valentine's Day gift we can get, right? Listening to that. He gave us a huge gift. We went in for the Valentine question, but he gave us a whole life lesson. <laughs> Started wacky, got real. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you know, doesn't usually happen on the radio. No. It usually just stays wacky. Yeah. Hey, Valentine's Day's coming up. Do you have yes. Valentine's Day plans? I do, I do. Uh, I'm going to go on a, a date with my girlfriend. My How girlfriend. long have you been dating? Uh, uh, it's going to be seven months today. Congratulations, man. Thank you. Thank you. Have you ever had a Valentine's Day where you weren't in a relationship? Yeah, everyone except this one, actually. So this is your first yeah. Valentine's Day with a significant mm-hmm. other? Yeah, literally every other one, I wasn't dating anyone on Valentine's Day. So. Does that, like, put any pressure on you? Like, do you know what to do? Or, like, are you afraid that you might come up short as far as gifts or the experience? I I don't mean to <laughs> no, put that no, on you. No, I know what you mean, though. I mean, I guess so, but I'm just excited, though, you know? Yeah. You could always be scared that you're not getting enough gifts, but I think she'll appreciate what I get her. Yeah. Oh, okay. Aww. <laughs> yeah, there's a little... I love that for him. Yeah, there's a little discomfort at the end. Maybe. Maybe she'll like it. That's super cool. Well, I'm just so grateful that uh, I'm alive. And there you go. Yeah, Happy Valentine's too. Day. Happy Valentine's Day. I think about everyone... Everything that is listening to this show. And that includes our pets. You know, you might be in the car, you got your dog hanging its big head out the window. Why is it doing that? Because it doesn't care about what we're talking about. <laughs> and this is why we started doing Luna's Pet Tales. Mm-hmm. Now, here's what Luna's Pet Tales. Who's Luna? That's my dog. I know she's at home right now. She's in the living room. She's listening. She wants to know what's happening with all the animals around the world, and that's what we're going to do. And so does my cat Apollo. So. Yep, that's right. Welcome to Luna's Pet Tales. This story is about a dog named Patches. Patches was a family pet. The family moved to Colorado, and they said to one of their friends, Hey, can you watch Patches for us? What do the friends do? They lose the dog. I mean, unbelievable. Horrible Amen. friends. So the dog is staying at the friend's house. It escapes probably because it realized it was in the wrong house yeah. and needed to go find its owner, mm-hmm. Benjamin. And it went out and tried to find it, got lost, and then it's gone. And he got a phone call just a couple weeks ago. 
and they said they found patches in New Mexico. Now, he's all the way in Colorado. He assumed it was a scam. But as he got more information, he realized, oh, my goodness, this is my dog, <laughs> Patches. Patches! So they went and found Patches. They drove him back from New Mexico to Colorado, and they're saying this time he's going to be home for good. Now, is he? I don't know. Can you lock the door and put a fence around the yard? Well, now Patches will be with his owner, so Patches will probably be more at peace. Yes, that's true. That's what he's looking for to begin with, yep. Jabo. More of Luna's pet tales. These are stories for your animals because they want to hear something too. There was an alligator reported missing in Pennsylvania. This was back in September. Now, this is not where alligators are supposed to be. No, sir. Well, Neo the alligator was just found by a pair of cyclists on a biking trail. This thing is about three feet long. They were brave enough to pick it up and bring it into town. I guess they heard the news that there was a missing alligator. They took it over to a Pittsburgh-based nonprofit called Nate's Reptile Rescue, and they said that this is the 11th alligator they have from this one area. Mm-hmm. I didn't know so many people had pet alligators. I don't understand why. Those things grow to be massive, and they're dinosaurs. Yeah, they're not just, meant to be pets. It seems like so much can go wrong. Yes. Like with, with my dog or with your cat, what, maybe you get a scratch or a bite by accident. You're right. You don't want to be bitten on purpose and then eaten right, by your pet. They're hungry, clearly. Yeah, but I guess three feet is a pretty safe size. Or I guess there's only so much you can do. I wouldn't want to mess <laughs> Well, they don't them. stay that small. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, maybe this is a Pennsylvania thing. Remember, somebody tried to get into a Philadelphia Phillies game with a, quote, emotional support alligator? They probably came from that town where <laughs> this alligator yeah. came from. Yeah, maybe. Seriously, maybe it was Neil. You know. <laughs> hey! Good point. (laughs) There's all kinds of emotional support animals. Um, And then in developing news, and I'll just throw this out there. Kenny, sorry to put you on the spot. But you mentioned earlier that your girlfriend has a cat that always hides under the bed when you come over. (laughs) Not just me. Well, (laughs) are you sure about that? Yeah. Uh, She comes out for Allison's mother. Okay. What's the latest development on that? Is the cat trusting you more? Well... Every once in a while, while we're hanging out on the couch, she'll come out and maybe grab some food or water from the bowl. But so it, it is getting better. It's getting better. I haven't touched it yet. Now, this was a feral cat that Allison rescued from, right. like, behind a dumpster in a parking lot. So it's very, very shy. Also, there it is, the latest in <laughs> Luna's Pet Tales. We don't need to know more. Thank you very much. I just wanted to know an update. Okay. And that's for your animal. I hope they enjoyed it. This is the TJ Show, our news. It sounds a whole lot different around here. Our producer, Kenny, he reads through every story he can find, and then he brings us the most interesting ones. Kenny, what's happening in the world today? Beyonce is going country. Beyonce is from Texas, baby. She always been country. Yeah, well, she's going to be releasing a country album, as it turns out. If you miss this, here's what happens. The last line in Beyonce's Verizon commercial where she tried to break the internet in several different fashions was, They ready, drop the music. Mm-hmm. What I didn't realize was at that moment, Beyonce took to Instagram to announce the March 29th release of her upcoming new country album called Act Two. Yeah. People, I think, were confused by that commercial. They thought it was, like, part of the bit. Yeah. (laughs) She's releasing new music. In fact, there's two songs that are available already from the album, 16 Carriages and Texas Hold'em. That's so fun. I love it. And she's so dynamic in what she performs. One of her albums, I just loved it. I can't think of the name of it, but I loved it so much. She did all different genres. And I was so impressed with the sound of a lot of it. It just sounded great. That's a great artist. Somebody who can go from one genre to the next. Yeah. And just like 
present her own thing. It's it's amazing. And I saw a picture of her. She was wearing like a it looked like a swimsuit with like a steel plate or something at the bottom. I tried to order one for my visit to Sarasota <laughs> Beach this summer. <laughs> And they were sold out. I mean, it's just like, come on. I thought it would look great on me. Well, Beyonce has apparently been dropping hints about this new country album, and members of the Beehive had their suspicions when she wore a cowboy hat to the Grammys earlier this month. Yeah, I remember that. That's yeah. cool. And of course, the artwork for the two songs that she already released both feature her in a cowboy hat. She's not the only one. Lana Del Rey is releasing a country album called Lasso in September. Post Malone, who performed America the Beautiful at the Super Bowl, had a song on the country charts last year, and he has confirmed that he's releasing a country album as well. I think it's great when artists can do what they want to do. You know, like John Mayer is a great example of that. John Mayer was a blues, jazz guy. Then he gets into pop music, and then he goes back to his roots, and then he throws out a folk album, and it's like, man, you do it all. Keep going. You know, I was going to wait until later on in the week, but I feel like with all the announcements going on, I, too, am releasing a country album. Nice. Just want to go and let you guys oh, know. Oh, but wonderful. <laughs> Thank you for sharing with us. I'm so grateful for that. You Everybody else us. is. Why not? Yeah. Right? It's called J-Bo's Rodeo. Right, exactly. Great. <laughs> I look forward to hearing that, J-Bo. Kenny, what else do you have? Well, you know, there's no shortage of dating apps, and they appear to be getting more and more niche, too. The latest one is called Score. And the idea here, they're trying to match people with credit scores of 675 and above. Oh, okay. nice. It sounds like an Amex dating app. <laughs> well, it was developed by the financial wellness platform Neon Money Club. Oh. It's only going to be available for a limited time, about 90 days. But reps from scores say that it was not designed to replace Tinder or other apps. They say it's a social experiment aimed at making people, one, feel more comfortable discussing money in their relationships, and two, better understand personal finances. If you're looking for a business partner, that's a great app. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's true. Yes, producer Heather. Well, I got to say, my husband's lack of debt is what drew me to him in the beginning. <laughs> two people in a relationship can't have massive debt. Well, you know what I mean? Good for you, Heather. Yep. Glad you found your debt-free husband. Uh, one thing. So, again, you have to have a 675 credit score to be allowed on this app. But if you don't make the cut, the company apparently sends you resources to improve your credit oh, score. Oh, good. That's cool. Yeah. You get a message. You want to like talk to this really awesome girl and then Dave Ramsey pops up hey it's a finance advisor cut up your credit cards (laughs) (laughs) ah whoa (laughs) Kenny what else you have your Valentine's Day chocolates might be a little bit more expensive this year oh yeah of course everything's more expensive not just because of the holiday money grab, but cocoa prices are so high that even companies as big as Hershey's Chocolate are struggling to stay profitable. Last week, they announced they would cut 5% of their workforce because of these high cocoa prices. What's going on? Well, 60% of the world's cocoa comes from West Africa, and they're dealing with climate issues that are Mm. damaging crop yields, constraining cocoa supply, which is why these prices are rising. My secret, wait till the day after Valentine's Day. Ah. 50% 50% off, baby. Hey, you're getting That's last you year's chocolate, Jabo. Same. <laughs> Buy a day. Me. Yeah, I'll be fine. Now, the National Confectioners Association expects that 92% of Americans will share some kind of chocolate or candy for Valentine's Day. In 2023, Valentine's Day chocolate and candy sales exceeded $4 billion. Wow. Yeah, chocolate's my favorite food. 
I love it. Me I love too. It. Well, a favorite so candy, I should say. Chocolate is my favorite food. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Javo, we got a lot in common. Okay? Love it. J- uh, Kenny, what else do you have? A farmer in Bulgaria was plowing the fields when his tractor ran over a large stone. So he was worried that he might have damaged the tractor. He stopped to check everything out. He found an eerie surprise. Human bones near oh. the stone that oh, he ran over. that's never good. What's that all about? Well, he called the police, and they brought in an archaeologist to confirm what they found. And indeed, he opened up by accident an ancient Roman tomb. Really? That is awesome! Uh, all right. Where's the next rock movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah the mummy movies. I would have never said anything, because clearly that tomb, it, it sustained the test of time. I would have just used that as a bunker. Yeah, it's... I would have moved in, took a... Packs of tuna fish and a bottle of water. You're okay hanging out with some skeletons? I take the skeletons out, rebury (laughs) it. I've seen so many movies where you open up a tomb and bad things happen. These huge (laughs) bugs start flying through the sky. Mm. I don't know. We don't want to mess with that. Put the cover back on and walk away. (laughs) They estimate that these ancient Roman tombs are about 1,700 years old. In addition to the remains, they found gold earrings, necklaces, coins, glass bottles, a lamp, and a very rare medallion with a depiction of a Roman emperor. How about that? That is awesome. I right? love it. I always wonder what's hiding out under the ground. What are we walking on every day that we've right. so no many idea? Things we can discover. Kenny, what else you have? Well, in China, there's a rule you must follow: don't mess with the pandas. And at one of China's main panda centers, a man was banned for life after throwing unspecified objects into an enclosure just yesterday. What the heck are you throwing at the pandas? I'm assuming it's food. From the statement. That the center released, they didn't specify exactly what was thrown, but then they went on to say that feeding pandas may cause them harm, and that the panda that was the target of the now banned man does appear to be in normal condition, so the panda is okay, but this is something that's happened. that They've at least banned two other people for trying to feed pandas, and even banging on the glass enclosures, yeah. other things, just don't mess with the pandas. Yeah, leave it alone. Or you're not going to be able to see them anymore in China. They probably don't want to be there in the first place. Like, right. Just look at them mm-hmm. and walk away. Unless you've got bamboo, don't feed them anything. <laughs> Candy, what else do you have? Usher is not done making headlines from Las Vegas. Of course, he brought the house down with his Super Bowl halftime show performance. Then afterward, he did what so many do. While in Las Vegas, he got hitched. I heard this. Yeah. Wait, so no one knew it just happened? It, it just happened, and it was revealed in a statement to People Magazine from a representative of Usher. He married his longtime girlfriend, Jennifer, with his mom as his witness. Oh. He knew. His girlfriend knew. <laughs> yeah. His mama knows. That's cool. Good yeah. for him. The couple married at the Terrace Gazebo, which is an outdoor wedding venue in Vegas that seats about 30. We're told that the guest consisted of close friends and family. That's mm. awesome. Good for him. I want to have a second wedding because I loved, I, I can say confidently that my wedding day was the best day of my life. Hmm. And, you know, I think there's more to come. But just when right. I think about everything that happened that day and the way that I got there and my wife got there and the way we were brought together, my wife and I talk about this all the time. We would like to have a second wedding. The reason why is because there's so many people that we've gotten to know over the last 10 years that didn't get to celebrate with us. Yeah. Kenny, Jabo. Oh, I'd be there. You guys are invited. I mean, this <laughs> when is, is it? Let's do it. I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking it's got to be like 
a 12 and a half year yeah. anniversary. It's got to be some weird number or a 12 Point year. Two yeah, yeah, and two weeks <laughs> anniversary and whatever it is, you know, we'll put it on the invitation. That's like two years from now. You but guys I, just hit 10. I'm excited for that. So we'll we'll keep you posted. I'm a lot of fun at weddings. I'll do the worm. I bet you are. That's, hey. a, that's a little party <laughs> trick of mine. Kenny, what else do you have? Speaking of the Super Bowl, the NFL is always prepared to sell championship merchandise no matter which team wins the game. This even goes for the AFC and NFC championship games as well. So what happens with the 49ers merchandise or the Detroit Lions merchandise or the Ravens merchandise that was made? The NFL is working with the nonprofit group Good 360 once again this year to keep the pre-made unused apparel out of the landfill. The organization collects the clothing and then sends them to vetted nonprofit partners all over the world. This year's merchandise is heading over to nonprofits in Ukraine, Mongolia, mm. Georgia, Estonia, and Latvia. Yeah, I'm glad they use it for something. I mean, they're perfectly good shirts. Sure. Right. Yeah, that's great stuff. Now, a representative from Good360 said, but you definitely won't see them on anyone in America. The NFL has strict controls to ensure that the general public will never see it. Well, now I kind of want one. <laughs> I mean, You have to go overseas, brother. It would be kind of funny, right, to be wearing right. a 49ers shirt. I think so. <laughs> People are like, are you sure? It I don't would, think that happened. It would just be very confusing, which I kind of like. Like, that's a good kind of confusion. <laughs> Now, this got me thinking, what happens to all the confetti for the losing team? Mm. When the Chiefs won on Sunday, oh, yeah. red and yellow pieces of confetti so came down. It. And so much of it. Yeah. 600 to 800 pounds of confetti. Oh, my gosh. Pounds of confetti are made for each team. Did you just say confetti? I did say <laughs> confetti because I'm in the spirit of competition. Of he course. confetti. He was trying to say pounds of confetti, but you mixed the two together. They should just make that one word in confetti. <laughs> confetti. Well, uh, either way, that is returned back to the manufacturer and goes through their recycling pro uh, oh. their recycling process. So it's not used in its current form, but it doesn't go to waste. Excellent. That's great. Glad they had a place for the confetti. <laughs> Kenny, I thank you for keeping us somewhat informed. You got it. 